0: Hey everybody, I'm Eric Pascal. Welcome to the Emotional Power Movement Podcast. We are going to wrap up, not for good, probably not for long, but for now, this whole big mind blow thing of our equipments, the body, the mind, and intellect. Uh, I, I'm going to be, we are going to come back to this uh, back and back and back and get into it more and more and more. It is, I've got to be so, it it sucks in a way, and it's such a hard job, and I'm doing such a great job of it, of introducing this stuff slowly, because if your mind likes this information, it's like, yes, I want to sign up for everything Eric wants to do. I want to learn more about Vedanta. I want to go to India. I I want to become a sage, a saint, a guru. And if your mind doesn't like this, it's like you're not here right now, so I don't even know why I'm saying that because it doesn't matter. If your mind likes this, you're here. If your mind didn't like this, there's no way you have enough intellect to be here and withstand more information that your mind doesn't like. And unfortunately, that's the whole way the fucking world is set up right now within us and around us. And so I got to kind of like dab through this and haven't even really given you the full introduction to this philosophy, because if you don't understand how you're hearing things, then you can't withstand hearing the things that you don't dig. And then, and then we can't get to where we really want to go with this whole movement. So I'm just kind of dabbing a little bit here and there. putting. Uh, we'll wrap this up, giving you a few more examples with, with my beautiful artwork today. Uh, And hopefully, by the end of this, the very, very least, this this is the takeaway. The takeaway is that you'll have a thirst that's deep enough for this knowledge, this movement, that when there's things we don't understand, when there's things we don't believe, when there's things we hear or see that we don't like, when something's said in a way that isn't approved by your mind, you'll understand this is just my mind. Let me just wait a moment, take a breath, right? Take a breath and think about this and let me hear what else is being said and then sit back and really formulate your assessment of whether or not you're able to continue, want to continue, inspired to continue based upon logic and reason that comes back to, is this helpful for me as a human being? Because that's what this is all about, yo. That's what it's all about. It's like, if this doesn't line up with your mission, then who gives a shit about any of this stuff? For us, just to be clear, our, our mission is our mission, we're the kind of people that, and this kind of leads us back to the intellect, we're the kind of people that understand that this world is like, all it is is a cage. And what we're all doing is trying to expand that cage. You know, make the cage gold, line the cage up with diamonds, put platinum in the cage, TVs in the cage, Granite countertops, nice beds, whatever, family, children, dogs in the cage. We make the cage so big that we can't even see that the bars are way over there. So we believe we're not in a cage anymore, but all it is, is a cage. We're the kind of people that are like, is there something beyond this? When's the last time you saw an animal take a college course? Never. Do you know that animals make a living every day without ever getting educated. All we do, all we do is go out into the world and find some type of skill in education where we pay for the education and then we get paid for the education we have. We call that a life and it's not, it's a fucking living. It's not a life, it's not a life. So, if you're the kind of person that has had any thought about any of this, where you've said, "Is this, is this what I want? Is, is this the way to live? Is this all there is to life? Going out, acquiring information, then getting paid for the information you have, and having kids and getting into relationships and going through trials and tribulations, to get sick and eventually pass? Isn't there anything else? Like, if you ever, if you ever thought what else is there? Just that. I don't care what you believe in, but is there something else? Have you ever had that question? That question comes from your subtle intellect. So that's part of how we're rounding this off today. Your subtle intellect, there's two parts of your intellect. I, I talked about the intellect, but I didn't tell you that there's two parts. One is your gross. Your gross intellect is like that's what animals have. For so of so you, some of you might have been like, no, no, animals. Remember when I said animals can't think, blah, 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 they can't reason? Yeah, an animal, my dog knows the difference between, I used her as an example. She didn't know when she's being coaxed to get out of the room and lie to, but she knows the difference between Jordan, who's her best buddy who comes over, and the male person who is not. That's a gross intellect. The subtle intellect, and dogs, animals, all kinds of creatures have that. Our gross intellect is just basically set up that way as well. It has us using logic and reasoning as it pertains to this world. So any of the material world, that's our gross intellect. Building the Panama Canal... Uh, figuring out an antidote to COVID, if you believe in one, all of that—that that has to be used. An intellect is used for that, but this and it's all gross intellect. The subtle intellect, the subtle intellect, starts with that one question: Is there anything beyond this? And we're not going to talk about is there, isn't there, what is it. But just that thought, that's activating your subtle intellect. And that's an important part of the development of your character because we operate in a herd instinctive way. We just do whatever our predecessors do. Have you ever thought about this? Any problem we're seeing today, any problem, anything that's going on, and maybe not exactly 100% to the T, but in the ballpark, in the same arena, every problem that happens is a problem that has happened. Our predecessors have set us up in such a brilliant way because they've already showed us what works as being a human and what does not work. And guess how much attention we paid to that? Zero, zero. We, we say things like, you know, I got to learn from my own mistakes. Learning from your own mistakes, I mean, animals learn from their own mistakes. It's not human. You, you know that saying, learning from your own mistakes is good, learning from others is gold? Even that statement is crap because learning from others' mistakes is, is or your own mistakes is ridiculous since you do not have to make them. And so when you're using that subtle intellect and you're thinking, what is beyond this? What is is beyond what I'm seeing, what everybody is doing? One thing beyond it is that it's already been taught to us. The keys to the kingdom have been handed down. Life is good for those that are developing themselves those that are focused on growing and giving. Life is bad for people who do not. It's that simple. So you have this gross intellect and you have this subtle intellect. And the subtle intellect is what's really going to keep you involved in this study, in this movement, in the deepest way. Because it's thirsty and it's hungry for answers how can I not live like everyone else? Because there's not a person in this world that you'll find that has both peace and prosperity. You'll never find it. You'll never find it. Because those people that set the course for action are in the hustle and bustle. There is no peace. They're constantly striving and striving and driving themselves for more, more, more. There's no peace in that. And those few people that say they're peaceful, they're doing nothing. There's no action. There's no dynamism. There's nothing going on in their life. And if you want both of these things, you've got to crack the code. And cracking the code is doing something different than what the people are doing around you and have done before you. This is for the few, folks. And you've got to have an appetite for it. But if you do, nothing will stop you and that's the beauty. Nothing can stop the person that knows something's fucked up with this lifestyle, with getting up in the morning and just kind of doing all to gain, all to acquire, all to have things we get rid of, things we get sick of, things that drive us crazy because the thought of living without them is impossible because we get addicted and attached. So that's the importance of the subtle intellect to get your thoughts beyond the things that your eyes are perceiving, your ears are hearing. It's more like, how do my eyes see? What gave sight to my eyes? What gives sound to my ears? Who invented that shit? Who invented the vocal cords? What gives life to my voice? What makes the sun shine? Those kind of questions take you somewhere special. So now let's talk a little bit about this mind of ours. You see this cone? I didn't design this cone. Uh, my wife did because I do not have the skill set to even do this. I was just telling uh, Jordan and Rena about my, my kindergarten experience of... Um, cheating off of Christine Myers. If you're out there, I'm sorry, but like I made her do all my stuff in arts and crafts because I couldn't do a single thing, and I couldn't express how frustrating that was, and I do not even have the intellect today yet to start to sit down and try to do this simple little thing. My skill set is somewhere else. It's about talking about this comb. So what's fascinating is that there's three conditions of the mind. That's not so fascinating. How they're classified is what's fascinating. We talked about all the different facets of the mind, but let's narrow them down to these three different conditions. There is an imperfect mind, excuse me, a restless mind. Let's start with that, just show you. The restless mind would be a mind that is trying to sit upright on this little part of the cone, which is impossible. You try to balance this mind and look at it. It's it's never balanced. There's no balance whatsoever. It's impossible to balance this. It's called a restless mind. Here's what makes the mind restless. All these categories that I'm gonna tell you, all three, all conditions are based in selfishness, unselfish, and selflessness, which is fascinating to me. Nothing else. Not what's going on in the world. Not what your personality is. Not what your likes and dislikes are. Not what your talents is, or are, or aren't. Not what your parents did to you. Not what your husband and wife does or doesn't do. Not what your kids are or aren't. Your restless mind is because you are self-centered. And with self-centeredness, there's no equanimity, there's no balance whatsoever. So the mind that is restless is a person that's so selfish, all they think about is themselves. Now, before you rule this out for you, by the way, let's, let's remove the personality and the ego And let's just look at this. If, if something doesn't go your way, just one little thing, do you topple over? If you do, that is a restless mind. One little thing. You wake up in the morning, you go downstairs, you're ready for your bowl of cereal, and someone ate the last of your cereal. Does that bother you? That is a restless mind. There's no arguing that. It either does or it doesn't. You get in the car, you pull out in your neighborhood, someone runs a stop sign. Does that bother you? Restless mind. You go into a store and there's a line. You want it to be faster. Restless mind. That all stems from selfishness because, check it out, the selfishness is all centered around your likes, your dislikes, and your preferences. Right now, you hear the word selfish and you're like, ooh, that's bad, I'm not selfish, I'm giving, I'm this. It doesn't matter if you give. You can still give and be totally self-centered because you're giving because of your selfishness. You're a selfish giver. You give because it makes you happy. You because it's something you want to do. So a restless person, a restless mind of a person is someone who's agitated all the time, is fluctuating all the time up and down. You might label this person. I love when people say, oh, that person's bipolar. It's a restless mind. One moment, they're fine. The next moment, they're finished. That is a restless mind. The second condition of the mind is an imperfect mind. So you see how this is balanced now, right? Jordan, can they see that on the screen? Well, great. I'm pulling it back. He's given direction, the director, So look what happens, Um, I'm I'm here and with a gentle little, do you see that's all that it takes. Imagine this in your life, all it takes is someone just to blow a little bit on you, the world just to blow a little bit and you take that still state and it starts to make it move back and forth, back and forth. So this person is less selfish. This person is, their selfishness, instead of all their thoughts being about them, they think about themselves and their possessions. So they do think about others, their family, their wife, even their business, but it all comes back to them. So there's less selfishness, so they are more stable. The mind is more stable. The mind is agitated the moment there's a hint of selfishness. So. An imperfect mind is more balanced, but just with a little bit starts to go, just a tiny touch, boom, starts to go. This person, if you're having trouble identifying, this person is more of a person who like, day to day, you're you're kind of okay. You feel those agitations, but you're not restless with them. They don't bother you so much, the day to day stuff. You're aware of things that bother you, but you don't get caught up in them so much. But then let's say someone in your family doesn't show up to your birthday. That sits with you for a month or two or three or four or five or forever. Let's say that your wife or husband does something Without your permission, buy something, go somewhere, doesn't include you. That stays with you. Let's say your boss screamed at you and embarrassed you at work. That stays with you. You hold resentments, you hold moments, and you make them into lifetimes. That is the restless excuse me, that is the imperfect mind. And then finally, we have the perfect mind the perfect mind is balanced you can blow on it it moves but it doesn't topple over it moves with the energy that pushes it but it never falls to its side it's stable i'm looking up and thinking because i'm laughing to myself right now because i'm like hmm what's an example of this who's an example of this And I only know one person, I've only met one person in my entire existence, and I've met thousands and thousands of people as I have roamed the world, who has a perfect mind. And what it looks like is whether this person is being insulted or being revered, the mind is stable. It's the same. It's equanimous. It's balanced. It's even keeled. It's even keeled. Do you know where they get that? You guys know where they got that statement, even keel? Anybody know in here? Nope. Know where they got it? Interesting. Nope. I'm going to give these dudes microphones one of these days. You know, we need like, this is where it was like, we need you to smash the button right now and like this so we can get advertisers. One of these days we'll get dough so you can hear the voices of Jordan and I'll Rena. Sound effects. And we'll do sound effects as she's shouting. And so even keel is interesting. Even keel is a boating statement. So you know how I was talking about these prisons and they get bigger and bigger and bigger? In boating, in sailing, you you can erect, no pun intended, the biggest mast ever, biggest sail. You can put that sucker up. You can spend a lot of money making the perfect sail, but your boat will never sail evenly without a keel. And where's the keel? The keel is underneath the boat, unseen. So what I'm saying is with an intellect that's subtle, you'll be able to see what it is beyond what everyone else is seeing that produces the happiness everybody's looking for, the peace everything's looking for. It's invisible to the gross intellect. It's invisible. What we see is the mast. So you see the wife, the kids, You see the house, the job. You see the name, the fame, the power. We see the cars. We see the vacations and the travel. We see all these things. That's the gross intellect. But if you're with us, you'll look past that shit and you'll see right through what is really creating peace and harmony. You'll be able to see what that is. Well, I'm not giving it away yet. So the perfect mind is invisible to the person who doesn't have a subtle intellect, isn't activating it. You won't tell. This person could be walking around looking like everyone else, sounding like everyone else, but inside, nothing disrupts the peace. Nothing, nothing at all. Can you imagine that everybody falls to your feet and finally does everything you say The world is your oyster. Are you telling me you'd be the same? No, you'd be full of hubris and ego. It would seduce you like it does all celebrity. Let's say everyone turned on you and couldn't stand you and casted you away. Would you be at peace? No, you'd be hurt, dejected, rejected, miserable. The perfect mind isn't bothered by any of these things. They open their door every day, whether it's rain or shine, and say, what a beautiful day out. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine opening the door, a foot of snow is on your car, it's 12 below, you're in Michigan, you got to get to work and you're snowed in, and you say, what a beautiful day. No way, sir. No. You start pissing, bitching, and moaning. That is a restless or imperfect mind. Why? because your agenda has been thwarted, so it's no longer a good day. Someone with a perfect mind doesn't see, doesn't have any motives, any agenda, other than doing what they ought to do in life, just like the sun shines and gives vitality no matter what. You think the sun stops shining when it sees a Republican? or a Democrat? Do you think the sun stops shining when on a bank robber, because it robbed a bank? It comes out of hiding because someone helped an old lady walk across the street? The sun's job is to shine. It shines on a saint or a sinner. Similarly, the perfect mind. That person just does what he ought to do in life. There's no motive staining any of his actions and therefore he is at perfect, or she is at perfect peace. So, that one's hardest to get, and I'm not there, and only one person I know is there. So our plight is to work on developing that intellect, to start to become less and less selfish, and you will see that the formula is that the less selfish I become, the more intellect I develop, the more at peace I have. That's it, that's it, boy. Yeah, got it, get it, good. I'm out, re-listen to this, take notes, think, think, reflect, and question what you have heard And let's keep this dialogue flowing as we be growing. Have a good one.